Let's start the show. Here now my go. hand starts to itch. Oh god! Don't get paranoid. Mm-hmm. Can't help it, dude. Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. Hollywood Anonymous. Operator, are you there? Tell you why you might be anonymous. Why? They're whistling. They're whistling at the beginning. Nobody likes a whistler. Nobody? Nope. Interesting. Except for People that one song. People claim to, but deep inside, they don't like whistlers. There is that one song called The Whistler. It's a good song. There's a portrait a painting, Whistler's Mother. But there's only one song, which just goes to show you, there, it never turned into something, and there I'm, was no fad. I am sure that there is one good whistling album out there. I'm sure there's someone who was famous for whistling. I don't know about And after that, it, it should be over. I don't know. It's just... That's it. The one album, and then we're done. I'm yeah. Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck. And this is a very special uh, Poison Oak episode with Bill uh, Dwyer. Uh, Hollywood Anonymous, everybody. Bill Dwyer joins us. B-I-L. And, and what are we, uh, what are we going L. over? We'll be we're talking about go your... back to Poison Oak because John freaked out right <laughs> before we got on air, so I'm just curious as to... Yeah. We want to talk about your high school transcripts. <laughs> sure. I want to talk about... What else? Are we on again? No. no. What? I mean, we did it, but I, just be honest, we had a technical question. Yeah, so we're starting over. And we were on such a good roll, right? With high school transcripts, hilarious stuff. Oh, thanks, buddy. Thank you. Another finger point. That's Boys great. I appreciate yeah, it. gave you some more fun guns. Good <laughs> one, great. buddy. That's great. I appreciate that. And then but Bill, I, Bill made fun of me for being a hillbilly. Yeah. Which is, you know, it was dead on. I got to I mean, yeah, corn husk pants. That's dead on. <laughs> my mom made my pants. Did she? Not out of corn husk, out of oh. actual material from Joanne Fabrics. She did? Uh, <laughs> I'm Joanne sure Fabrics. while you stood over her and just berated her <laughs> for making you the wrong pants. These are ugly. Did your, parents you? Make you, did your mom make you clothes? Yeah. Did your mom ever make you clothes? No, but uh, I'm, I'm of a generation, I was just thinking about this today, I'm of a generation that uh, tube socks were new to us. Yeah. Like that was kind of, a, that came into our lives like when I was about eight or so. And you were like, I don't have to wear these black and, um, socks anymore. And it, they really sold our moms a bill of goods because they said, you know, and they told them, and you just rotate them. Just, uh, you just rotate them each time so the sock lasts twice as long. Rotate them? And you them. would never rotate a tube sock. You wear it once, you know where the heel is, and that's where you go all the time. Oh, that was the idea. You were supposed to wear it. You were supposed to turn the sock? I didn't know tube that. Tube socks, yeah. yeah well, I, so, like you said, as soon they as were, you put your foot in there, there's a heel. So you know right. exactly After how you your foot's going. After you wear it once, yeah, you've got your heel and you're set. But they just, At oh, the man. Bill of good, that's funny. I, I, just, I didn't realize that's I how they... And last you twice as long, and our moms would examine it like... Ooh. First of all, I like the what sock salesman this? character. What is this? <laughs> it's like the guy's lower than Al Bundy. He's like, I well, saw Well, back then, everything was socks. sold door to door. I don't know if you know right. that or not. Tube so socks? There's a guy that showed up with socks. Would you like to buy some tube socks? That would be, a, that, that would be awesome if we went back to everything door to door. Oh, God, no. It's all day no, long. You're no, no. Long We've come too far of being removed from each other to go back to that kind of interaction. For Every reason you have to answer. <clears throat> I, I answered why, my door. Do you have anybody that still comes to your door? Yeah. I have. Every once in a while, you do. You do. You have people hey, come to your door? Dude, I swear to God, in the last week, two people have come to my door. But for what? Do you even answer? I don't answer. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I wave them because off to the picture window. No I way. answer because both times I thought it was my food being delivered. So I opened the door uh, okay. and I was like, uh, like the first time this chick was like, hi, and just 
really over friendly and it's like I'm not selling anything I'm like well bullshit they're uh, tapping into uh, they're tapping into places that are delivering you food <laughs> like, this is the audience your, they've zoned in on this your, guy will answer the door yeah. if anybody comes we got your name from friendly. Fat Sal's and Big Mama's Pizza <laughs> friendly hillbillies <laughs> will open the door if they think food is coming no, but she was. That's, that's what was she market. selling? Door to door, she that's was. It's your niche. She was taking money for. Yeah, taking uh, money is for a good start. For um, uh, like <laughs> either river cleanup or what? Some something clean. Some some something oh. was dirty. So I gave I gave her some money. <laughs> something. And then was I had dirty. another guy come, and he was taking up money for the homeless shelter that was nearby. Okay. And I gave him some money. He but. How about just the? Uh, how about for for some reason like every gro- every big grocery store chain now just has a giant clear plexiglass thing, yeah, and, and a, a coin slot in it, and no note of you where, it's where it's going yeah, or you're anything. Just giving them money yeah. for just, random things. You just throw, it could be guns for crazy assholes, <laughs> and you would never g- know. No, yeah, you're better off <laughs> leaving the money in the change thing so the next person can use it, at right, least, you know. Hillbillers are coming in and just <laughs> eating saying. coins because they love to eat coins. <laughs> eating coins. <laughs> John grew up He's, eating coins. I ate a couple That's of coins, so I'm tall. not going to lie. So you have yeah. a copper deficiency? No, the oh, first okay. time I did, I was like, Mama Coppers. swallowed a dime, and she was like, don't worry, it'll come out. And then like, she it? had to go through my poops. Do you remember that? She, why'd she have to go through it? Oh, to make sure. To get that dime back. Okay. <laughs> Times were tough, man. <laughs> For another meal. Uh, yeah, guys, a cup of coffee back then. <laughs> So, Bill, do you answer your door if anybody comes to the door, unless you know it's been a... Not only do I answer the door if anybody comes to the door, I also take a stool sample and I search around their own stools for change. You look, you make sure. To make sure they're still healthy. Because most of them are hillbillies like John. They look like a bunch of coin eaters. So they come to my door. weird myth you made up, like hillbillies are coin eaters. People are going to start Googling coin eaters and see where they actually are from. Did you win a coin eating contest when you were a kid? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I thought you said corn. No, no, no. Coin. Coin. (laughs) You remember That's Incredible? Yo, fuck yeah. It was on... It was Real People and and That's that's Incredible. Byron Allen. That's the first time I ever saw Byron Allen. Which was the one where there was a guy who... Skip Stevenson, also a host on that show? Yes. Dude, yeah, the, uh, the, the, um, the good-looking lady, the Crosby, Kathy Lee Crosby, right? Which was one it was Kathy she on? Lee Crosby on that? She was on one of those early ones. It was either her or the um, uh, the James Garner camera gal, Marriott Hartley. Was that her name? I, I know you're talking. Was she? Was she one of the? Not ho- James Cameron. Is that what I said? No, you said James Gardner. James, James Garner. James Garner. No, she yeah. said somebody that was affiliated with him. They used to guy. do the uh, the Polaroid commercials. They oh, that's so what you charming. said, camera gal. I didn't. Uh, oh, look at that! Who you bought that? a lot of Polaroids back in the day. <laughs> Uh, no, we weren't a big Polaroid family. <laughs> no, you weren't. Yeah. They didn't but it was exciting. It was an exciting time. It was an exciting time. I remember yeah. my dad going, those cameras aren't worth shit, and people are going to get over that pretty quick. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Wh- you've been wrong about everything else. He was wrong about Elvis being a flash in the pan. He didn't like, well, I guess he was right about Nehru jackets. He didn't think that was going to be a trend that lasted. <laughs> Somebody's got to have them. And was it? Was it? What is a Nehru jacket? Did I miss that? Yeah, it's like one of, whatever like, it is. He let, loves Nehru. That's for Lenny sure. Lenny Bruce used to wear them. It's those jackets that button up and then the collar. Yeah, there's button. no collar. No, well, there's a co- It's like almost like a priest collar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, it's, yeah, there's but no, it's not a traditional. Yes, right, right, right. There's yeah, not there's a no traditional uh, with, uh, Chicago White Sox collar. <laughs> no, no, dude. You remember that when the White Sox wore shorts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. one game. I think it was one game like, of a doubleheader. 
Was it only Is one game? I thought it was like half a season. Sure, but didn't they wear the whole no. season with the collars though? They did a whole yeah, season yeah, with yeah. the collars. Yeah, they had white and black, right? And the yes. big black collars. But those, well, they were white collars. The pictures I've seen were big white collars, but they looked ridiculous. Were you a White Sox fan growing up? I, I was. I was more of a Cubs fan. There you go. That's what I turned into. Now back to Nehru. Okay, so Nehru jackets, guys. We're all going to get them oh, and wear them on now Halloween. Now back to real also, people, or also, that's incredible. I'm, I'm wondering if that was. I mean, um, is your father still alive? He's not. Okay, so uh, <laughs> was that his greatest triumph then? The fact that he correctly predicted that neighbor Jackson um, would go away. It was. I'm just wondering. Two of them. The depth of. Oh, he had two. Of two of his success. The ascents. <laughs> the, the mountains. What's your dad's name? Of genius. Chuck. Huck. Chuck Huck. Your All right, so Chuck hillbilly Huck. father climbed. So here it is. There's two <laughs> people. He's from the city. There's actually. Nostradamus. The there's oh, Nostradamus so he... and Chuck Huck. Yeah. yeah. And Nostradamus kind of knocked it out of the park a few more times than Chuck Huck did. A couple more times. But for the most part, yeah. Nehru jackets. And I mean, if you're really into Elvis Presley. Chuck Huck, who's yeah, but, a distant second at best. But wow, doesn't everybody try to make their claim of like, of what, course. What, here's I what's said not going to happen? Said, and I, you know, as a kid, without really knowing my dad said these things, I said those same Like I was like... When I when when Paul's boutique first came out, the first time like it was, was not licensed to ill. That's the Beastie Boys, and I was like, oh, they've lost it. They're done. And that I was, was like, our second album, wasn't it? Yeah, Paul's and, boutique. And I was like, nobody third? wants to see generic white dudes rapping. Nobody wants to see that. That's what you said. That's what I said out loud. And then like in college, I was like, ooh, damn, is this funky? You know what I mean? I was like, this is like Paul's boutique is their best album as far as I'm Bill, concerned. What was what did you call? What you called the end of that never or that 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 didn't come? What did you predict? What was your prediction? What was your failed prediction? Oh, you have oh any I've, had, I've had a couple of uh, I've had a couple of good ones. Mine was the computers. I, computers. I said, what a, what a waste of time. Oh wow, wow, wow. And the wow. internet. I also just said the same thing when a guy said, "Come on over to my house. I want to show you this thing called the internet." And I was like, "Dude, no, no one wants to talk to somebody." Oh, man, <laughs> I clearly was a complete that was utter a, that knucklehead. That was an epic. <laughs> I mocked uh, CGI when it uh, came out. I mocked that. In The Last Starfighter. In what, and uh, in what Cuba. Way? I've also mocked, mocked Cuba. Cuba. I didn't think Cuba back. was going to make it. I didn't think... <laughs> I don't know if Cuba was going to hang on to that level of popularity I, that I, I had, but it's... it's I mocked I organized religion. <laughs> I mocked uh, Cuba. I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> I said that uh, door-to-door salesmen would go away, and I'm uh, incorrect. No, well, they're not they really visit, salesmen. They visit uh, John's house Rubes, all the time. Rubes like me. But Fucking before Rubes I moved into this, looking for watermelon rinds before, so they can make some furniture. Before I that's moved what hillbillies do, place. isn't it, John? Before I moved into this new place, new place, nobody ever came to my door, and if they did, I literally just put they my TV get, on mute and just laid there But super they can't quiet. get to your door in your old place. Yeah, you could just yank that gate. It opened. Yeah, but I like, uh, who would buy something from someone who breaks into an area to try to sell you something? I mean, who's stupid enough to give them five bucks, John? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Do you give cash? Yeah. Because you know that you just gave them something. Well, he good. had a lot of it. The one guy was like... Well, of course oh, you know, he did. Because oh, you know what? I, didn't give, I didn't give the girl any money. I just signed her up for her email thing. And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't have any money. I'm, would you give anybody that asked you for money, like a legitimate, like outside of Target or a grocery store or came to your door, would you ever give them cash? For whatever they were asking for, if you felt for the cause, yeah, yeah, you, and you would be for sure that that cash should be going where it's going, or are you just no. at that point you're at just that like, point you just feel good about it. You don't have to I'm know where sure. it goes. You just don't care. At I, that point I actually did that. Them. I canvassed an if area. You can get somebody to go away and never come back for a dollar. <laughs> yes. Okay, for a dollar. I mean, that's yeah. what's that's the most a... cash you've given to somebody out of like, okay, fine, I'll give you something. Do you want to double it right now by giving me money? Well, is it uh, is it on purpose or mistakenly? Well, I'm going to go with on purpose first, and then I want to hear because about the mistake. Because I have a large secret briefcase collection 
that sometimes I like to just donate to whoever comes to my door, <laughs> you know, because I go, I go, no, I don't have any money, but here, take this briefcase. Um, and uh, one of them uh, has millions of dollars <laughs> in it. Just one. Just one. It's yeah. like a game show. <laughs> it is. Not bad. So someone is, at the very least, getting a, a locked briefcase. I did once. Oh, cool. So they can't yeah. open it? Yeah. You have to decide, do you want to crack it open and ruin it? Or just carry it around with a million dollars inside of it, possibly. Or go to a locksmith, and, uh, and he'll open it up in about two seconds. <laughs> have you... <laughs> we used to, but they we used have to, to pay laugh for the about taking your shoes into, like, an old, like, co- you know, like, every neighborhood has, like, this tiny shoe shop. It's weirdly Been shaped. around forever, yeah. Yeah, and just shoes up all on the walls, and you bring it in, and you come back a day later, and the guy's like, I put a new heel on, I resold it, I restitched this, new laces, and eh, four bucks. It's like, what? <laughs> what? Are you kidding? Yeah. It's a new pair of shoes. <laughs> That's how they stayed in business yeah, that how, long. How? There's still there's one over in Silver Lake. There's a guy that does, he sells shoes too, but he does shoe repair. I I, I didn't know people went, still repaired shoes. I just took I yeah. just took my fiance's boots and shoes into a place that charged actually kind of a lot of money. Well, here's oh, the thing, man. I, no, you idiot. But that these was guys a goat farm. These guys designed, they started eating them. They design shoes like they make shoes for people. I'm like, what's your cheapest pair of shoes? He's like twenty five hundred bucks. I'm like, get out of so, here. Okay, so if you if you scuff up a $2,500 pair of shoes, you're not throwing those out, and they're not going to no. You have like a $2,500 pair of shoes for, for your life and someone else's. Yeah, that goes, yeah. those are your grandkids. Someone else whose foot, yeah. That shoe Pass will be worn down. for, yeah, <laughs> See, well past That's you. why I refuse to get into fashion. No, you look I, I'm good, buddy. You look I, good. I'm yesterday's fashion, though. I buy fashion on discount because it's. I don't care that I wear it. I, I, I mean, Jeans I, and T-shirts you can never go wrong with. No. And then, you know, button downs. That's all. Flannel, but otherwise. I'm also at an age where I don't, really, <laughs> I don't feel like I'm held accountable. Button downs. Who could use that term anymore? I think button I like, uh, like o- overalls. Uh, yeah, I tell you, you can't go wrong with an uh, elbow patch. Just, just <laughs> a barrel <laughs> and some suspenders. Yeah, yeah. You're good. I did go through my brown jacket elbow patch phase. Did what, it, was that a brown corduroy jacket? It was a brown corduroy jacket. Professor Irwin? Yeah. Uh, which, where? which is ridiculous because I'm not much of a reader in the first place. So that was just misleading <laughs> That's what you associated. Do you, where, how old were you, though? It was out here. It was like it was like seven years ago. <laughs> yeah. So in the time that I this knew you, that. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That's true. You used to also used to wear the uh, newspaper guy hats. We can also take a look at that. I still have them. Uh, I still have them. You still have them. I'm you... a hat guy in general. You wear hats? No. No, you're not a hat guy. You're a jacket guy, I a, though. I got a long head, and uh, it it's, doesn't. Uh, it's a big head, and uh, hats are difficult to fit. What size hat? Both do you, you want? tiny pea heads. I How dare pee. you? I, I wear a. John's got a pretty big head. I wear a seven and a half. Get out of here. You want to see that thing sit on top of my head? <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> Give it to me. There's no way. Give me Let's see. This thing. Tiny pea head. Oh, yeah. Oh he's right. God. Tiny. What is well, the deal with your head? <laughs> Dude. This is Are you OJ Simpsoning me and just not putting it on? No, all the we way? need another episode of I... that's incredible. This is amazing. <laughs> it's not even that big of a head. But I mean, now can you show? I mean, now what about you, other pea head? I oh, know mine's even smaller. <laughs> I think you couldn't even get my hat on your nose. My head is so small. Well, I don't have a big nose. No, no, I'm saying that's how small my, that's nose. how small my head is. I have a, I have a tiny, tiny head. I always yes, have had. but uh, even the tiniest of heads would infer that I have a big nose. <laughs> but I mean, do you even if you had a, what you a head the size of my fist, <laughs> it would be bigger than my nose. But you wear a size like nine and a half. What? How big is your fucking uh, it's, head? It's an eight. An eight is always comfortable. 
I can go with seven and three quarters, seven and seven eighths, probably. I bet I have a couple hats that would fit you. They're a little bit big on Are me. Are they adjustable? Look, no. <laughs> I'm not a gambling man, but I got $1,800 in my sock right now. You give me <laughs> go get these hats. One. Go get these hats. It might take about four to five hours. <laughs> you got a chance to win $1,800, or I can... Take the hats. Yeah, I can quadruple it. <laughs> if they fit, you keep the hats. It's your own personal humiliation game? No, it's just gambling. Oh, just okay, just want to make sure. He's not much of a so gambler. I gamble but... on my head size. And my calf strength, <laughs> that sort of thing. Jumping Think, ability. Things, things you Vertical. know. I think things it's always, you know. Yeah, it's always fun. Yeah. What's your vert? Why would you? Yeah. Never. When somebody goes, oh, I bet you I can do uh, 10 of these push-ups, you never, never bet that guy. You go, oh, how about 50? Yep. I, I had know, a friend who entered. You got to jack it up there, yeah, too. Don't double down. That's You're still going to lose. Yeah. I had a friend who entered a pull-up contest. Um, yeah. Those but, happen a lot, I heard. But the pull-up, <laughs> the pull-up bar was on the outside of a building four stories up. Oh, in Chicago. So he gets out there and he like does way, way more pull-ups than the other guy and yeah. then has lost his ability. He's all pilled up and drunk. He's lost his ability to use his arms. So he ends up falling four stories and like shattering his pelvis and like breaking both legs and missing a bunch of rebar by about three feet. So Good this story. wasn't a this wasn't a sanctioned. No, no, there was no actual. This was not a Sylvester Stallone. This was not on the circuit. This wasn't a a USPUA, (laughs) US Pull Up Association. Sanctioned event. That's good. You put two shows in a row. Both Bill and I are quick when it comes. to... Yeah, I got to tell you, I got to sit down and write that out before I can do those. (laughs) It's like, and then what? Okay. If you had looked at my face, you would have seen me going somewhere where I had to figure out what the initials were. Because I love that. I do. I LT. You love it. You I, love. I, I, I gonna, love that. You're gonna do that all the time. Now? I love you. Use an initials. Okay. Yeah. That would have been your eighty sitcom. I do. But then you're just the saying it. The that would have really been your, be... the initializer. It's like the equalizer, but way more annoying. You it would it. RBF really be fantastic. But that's like you're wasting more time. <laughs> if I didn't have to ee explain everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Bill Dwyer, his biggest fan, everybody. I'm dizzy. <laughs> oh, he's like a princess. How, um, did you, how did you end up out here, by the way? What, yeah, what, what, what brought you, you from Evergreen or did Park? You, or did you, was it not a straight shot? It was uh, so you, Straight shot. It was a straight shot, straight out of Illinois, straight out Straight here. shot. Really started hurrying after um, um, my friend uh, flipped his car in the Rockies. And we had to pack everything into my car. Uh, this is on the trip out here. This is on the trip out here. It's 22-year-olds. And then you go, all right, well, we should hustle up a little bit. So, wait a minute, so that's, this car stays behind? lost a car. That car gone. That, that Flipped car Flipped it in the Rockies. Well, Rocky Mountain State Park. Were you two so driving together? it was a together? flat area. No, we were ahead of them. And you saw it. Or no, we you missed it. We didn't see ah, it. Well, Jesus. And he didn't die. Huh? No. He, he didn't die. How did you go Piled back? Piled everything into my car, the how, Ford Granada. How did you? Oh, a Ford Granada? Yeah. What year? 75. Nice. Uh, yeah. What? How did you know? How did you go back to yeah, find your friend? How did you friend? know that they even crashed? I assume there weren't cell phones going on we, if you're driving uh, a Ford Granada. Nope. Was uh, no <laughs> cell phones going on. It didn't have Uconnect? 84, <laughs> late 84. And, uh, and uh, we just see an ambulance going in to the park. Um, oh, you know, uh, yeah. sirens flashing. So these right? guys are gone for a while. I'm assuming if you see so the just ambulance. one of them, just the one guy. Okay. He oh, was oh, changing. Okay. Here's something for you. Here you go. You'll get a kick out of this reference. <laughs> he was changing the tape in his Walkman. Oh. Yeah. So look down, fucking hit the soft shoulder, 
pulled it the wrong way, and then the car flipped over. He ended up, you know. I love that he didn't even have a tape player in the car. He was listening to his Walkman. Well, it's a better sound, man. Totally, man. <laughs> totally Headphones, in, bro. You got, yeah. Yeah. If you love your music, man. If you Walkman if you is the your, only way. If you love your music, man. Yeah. So, so swimming? I just got some new swimming earphones. Oh, okay. They're great, man. You got an I got underwater bathing. Walkman. The times are changing. Bathing earphones too. Bathing earphones. I got bathing earphones. Now is that where you put bread bags over them and <laughs> the uh, <laughs> tie them off? They're fine. <laughs> some rubber bands and bread bags. The uh, so okay. So you see, the ambulance going feet, back, then, right? but you still haven't. Have you, I'm assuming you haven't made the connection yet. That no, the and then we don't by. see him, right? And we're slowing down. We don't see him. You know, we're kind of we're out of the park. Like, uh-oh. And then we go, all right, let's turn around. And we go back and whatever. To the scene of, of an accident, back, yeah. You know, there he is by the side of the road, and they've pulled up, and his car's off, off the, you know, off the road, total. Down a hill or anything, or just? Uh, uh, yeah, a sloped, yeah, a sloped so he uh, rolled, road. Yeah, you know, whatever. He rolled 12, a couple times. 10, 12 feet, I don't know, something like that. But he rolled in the, the car Rockies. a couple times. I mean, we're, yeah. not, we're not up in the, you know, right. mountain goat area. But it's also not, you know, Farmville. No. Yeah. No, it's more of a whatever. Obviously, well above sea level. You understand that term, don't you, John? <laughs> yeah, I understand where you are. You yeah. and your hillbilly yeah. friends. Yeah. So I don't know what you call. <laughs> so he did not. Elevation off. is a. They don't understand it. So this the guy. Hillbillies makes him so angry. This guy did not even get You're hurt. Killing me. What? He, he didn't even get hurt. He didn't have to go to the hospital, or did he go to the hospital? No. He, well, he ended up. His arm was. A, he got. A, he got an infection from a one piece of glass, but he just. He got slightly cut up. It didn't. It didn't keep us. Lucky. Wait, wait, so you guys got back overnight. on the road. Oh, okay. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. We had to stop overnight at the nearest town, Granby. Wait, 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 wait. So you, le- so where the car just stayed in the gully, and you guys pa- un- yeah, unpacked well, we had to it and find drove. Out. Well, we're no, oh, no, we, yeah. we we took our yokes and we hauled it up to the. <laughs> we took, you know, meaning you, I, I thought you guys literally just kept yokes. on going the journey, so you actually stayed somewhere to find out what the stats. Yeah, they had yeah, to pull the car yeah, up and yeah. they towed it somewhere, and yeah, yeah. God, that's amazing. It's not like, yeah. How many guys total were traveling together to get out here? Three. Okay. I mean, three, in three and two cars. Okay. One so guy just along for the ride. Uh, and hence, then the, no, hence nothing, no ba- not a lot of baggage. Okay, got it. Not, not, that guy, not a lot of baggage. Perhaps emotionally, I don't know. If but we're, you guys. After that. So can I ask you a question? Judging? The guy, the guy, we, the I guy? know we're, <laughs> we're <laughs> judging each other right now, that's of course. That's exactly what's happening. I know, I'm, I'm loving this story. So I mean, I feel bad for the guy, but I love, it. I love the story. So the... Uh, <laughs> well, so he's he, alive, this, so. Just out of curiosity, th- th- this is... This is the first time of all these stories on how you got out there. This is the first time we've heard about anybody that actually injured themselves on the way out. Did that guy make it ultimately in this business, or did he? Or what did he or, set out to do, or why he came he, out? Why here? He is he came still out, out here? He, he was. It was back and forth for a while. I'll tell you, he was back to Chicago, and then he was back out here, and then he was permanently. Now he's up in. Uh, uh, the uh, Spokane area. Oh, okay. okay. So he kind of stayed. So it, it, it didn't not totally work. What did he come out here for? Or at the time, it didn't matter. He was matter. a journalist, but, uh, you know, it's a town of dreams, man. So he started making dream catchers. Figured he was going to make <laughs> Everyone a Everyone here's got a dream. I know, you're an educated <laughs> With young this man. one good arm? Said, you should, yeah. And I spoke just like this, too. I was so reasonable when I was 22. Oh, yeah, everybody Why was. Why would you be thinking like that? So, but what did I you, just remember when I was 22, so reasonable. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I'm telling you, you probably had no. Yeah. Uh, I, ta- no I, high I was. Uh, yeah, I talk about it now that the, I pinpointed the time I turned into an old man, and that was when I heard two 20 year olds in front of me in the mall talking, and I was like, "It is literally the worst ice cream headache I've ever had." <laughs> 20 year, but that, that's just me be hating their youth because when I was in my 20s, I was a yeah. fucking idiot. If you were more of a positivist, you would, uh, you know, think about how much you enjoy that. 
So, Bill, when you got... And how much you would love to whistle to that. (laughs) Jesus. What did you come out for? (laughs) What did I come out for? 22 years old. To be in show business. Okay. You you hadn't picked a... No plan? Just like, you just want to get in show you business. Did you, did you hear me? <laughs> oh, that's your plan? Get into show business. How's that working out for you? <laughs> you didn't have a plan. What, dude, what are you, deaf? I came it. out here to get into show business. How long before you got it's in? It's a two-step process. Right. Arrive. You get out here. Get into show business. You get into, you show, get business. into show business. So you were a waiter. What's the matter with you? No, I mean, so what did, so, clearly so, I'm a hayseed. Did you know people out here? So when you got out here, you had a place to stay, or were you literally just doing it, and you guys were like, we're going to find a place, we're going to do we, it that uh, way? We knew a guy, we stayed there for a week, he had, a, he had a sweet place in Laurel Canyon. Nice. That's a good way to start, but yeah. Yeah. it kind of yeah. also hurts, right? Because you see the good life, and then you I, have it to... It is, you know what, and I've never said this before, but I think it's almost like having too great of a honeymoon. Yeah. You know, and then after yeah. that, you're, you're like, like, oh. Because then you got to get a place in the, the valley or something. and Yeah, you're never going to be able to afford that for quite some time. Right. You're never going <sighs> to... get a place in Laurel Canyon. I don't want this daiquiri <laughs> on a black sand beach. Right. You're not going to get there again for a while, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, especially out here, you have no is. idea when you're going to get it again. John doesn't even understand sand. He yeah. hates it. I do hate it, actually. I'm not a fan. Nobody likes it. You know, I don't mind it when I'm walking in it. It's, it's If it's dry and, and my feet are dry, I don't mind it. But I don't like when you get into the wet sand, it gets in your butt crack, it gets everywhere. You know what I mean? It's like, But yeah. usually if it's dry, that means it's also scalding hot. So there's yeah, really it does, no, it does no get hotsy-totsy. Yeah, there's not a lot of shade on the old beacheroo. Uh, yeah, you know what sand it is? It is rarely super pleasurable. Yeah, it's, and then it's it gets, cool it's on the other side something. where the water is. And, that a, part. and if you're staying at like a resort or hotel, it doesn't matter if you have sand on your feet. You walk through a hotel. It does when you get back to your hotel room. Though when you get in your sheets. Well, if you if you get in your sheets, but then they change your sheet. You know what I mean? It's not no, like if you brought it into your house. No, they don't change sheets anymore. They try to hang that thing on your door that says, "You know what? We're all trying to save the world. Why don't we just go ahead?" And I don't let anybody in my room like until I'm gone. Well, you said they try to hang it on the door. They can't because it weighs seventy pounds. <laughs> We want to make sure that if you want your sheets changed, you it's really important to you. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. lift. You got to do a little lifting yourself. No. So, were you were you an odd job man when you first got out, or were you fortunate enough to start getting? I did. I had. Uh, I did. I had actual odd jobs. Like I, uh, you were in the James Bond movie. I was a, a guess your height guy at a carnival. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the are carnival? These, out yeah. Here? First of all, are these are you being serious? Because that's really bizarre. Yeah, but and it was really you... easy. Really? Uh, yeah. Because it was a guess your height boot. Right, yeah. I was going to say, and then they stood <laughs> I by I would have them stand up against something. And be like, you're, <laughs> I knew where the marks were. You're eight feet that, tall. Yeah, you're wasn't, seven feet tall. It wasn't even hidden. I yeah. just had just the inches marked up there. But Phil, just like curious, and how was, did you stumble upon that gig? It was plus or minus three inches. Who so, couldn't do that? <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. How did you even stumble upon Like, How does one find it? A gig like this? Yeah, were you looking on the LA Weekly? Yes. Backstage magazine. Oh my God. You two are making me dizzy. Oh, good, good. That's what we're supposed to do on this show. Haven't you read up on this show? We, everybody yeah, leaves everybody's dizzy. Super dizzy. We give them Cosby it's daiquiris. All, it's, Cosby daiquiris. <laughs> Cosaritas. You never were you were you ever a waiter? Did you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> as long as he's having a good time, John. That's yeah, all that that's matters. all that matters. Please don't die. Please don't, yeah, please don't. Don't, don't choke. You, don't still, choke. you still have a family, even though they've all moved out, that you I still wonder, have them. I wonder who, who's... 
who out there might be listening thinking, no, no one. Huh, guess your height. <laughs> I might try that. Hey, dude, I'm sure somebody's like, do they still have those jobs? I'll probably go home and Google it because I need work. Of course they have those jobs. I don't go to circuses uh, anymore. But that's, where were you doing that? On the Santa Monica Pier? I think it's... <laughs> You see, when you would hear stories about the Great Depression, yeah. where guys would just like wander around the country, Take like out. asking for work, you know, and <laughs> I always thought about the one like really arrogant guy, you know, come up to a house, you folks need some, uh, you folks need some work done. I don't know, what do you do? I peel carrots. That's all <laughs> That's I do. It. That's my I thing. I peel carrots, and I only peel six of them. I sell these six. <laughs> and, uh, and I charge a dollar a carrot. That's what I do, mister. Yeah, we're I'm good. Hoping. We're good, sir. Move along. Thank you. My favorite was... No. no. I'm not leaving. And the punchline is, all right, sounds good. Give me a minute to go fire my current carrot. carrot. <laughs> he peeler. only does four. <laughs> but he only does it once. Everybody walking around offering to do... So. Random... Yeah, there was a guy back in Wisconsin that that would show up, and his thing was like, "Give me your name and just tell me something about yourself, and then you and then I will I will do a rap song about you, and then you owe me five bucks." Like okay. that, that's Wait, how he what, tried to make his money. Oh, and he would, would just walk up to you on the street. Yeah, wherever, or he would be at like uh, at Miller Park or County Stadium at the time. He would just he would go to like big venues, events, the beach, wherever yeah. there was a He's ton at of summer people. Fest. Yeah. He's yeah. A, yeah, yes, yeah. Okay, and He's then like the Bushman. He goes where the people are. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's and what they do. Did you give him five bucks? And did he make a rap song about you? Did no, because I recorded? found that I watched him do it to somebody else. It was horrible. But people <laughs> will do anything. It's like all those uh, guys now that willing paint. to do something for it's, the money. You know what? It's it's the yeah. mo- it's what yeah, everybody who, does now. Who are you? No, I, hey, who are you? I didn't say no. You couldn't do it to anybody. No, I'm very, like, I'm very just supportive not, of him. Just I just not didn't let him do it to you. I didn't want him to dig deep into my history. You know? Are you angry because your rap management company failed? Be honest. Me Be and Tom honest, Hanks, son. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, right, he's yeah. a rapper, isn't he? Tom Hanks, well, he's yeah, a rapper. Yeah. I thought he that is. was a joke. I actually thought that right. was a joke, but no. that's actually true. That he, was uh, that was said my old could... rap name too. Was Tom Hanks? Tom son. Hanks, son. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good name. Tom that's Hanks, that's, son. That's not what he's doing. But <laughs> he said he says he can use the N word. That's what that was his big claim to fame the other day. Not the other day, oh, well, a couple yeah. weeks okay. ago. That's when I thought it was a joke. I just thought the whole thing was just made up. But I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So he is that right, huh? What's that? He has that right? Well, that's what he thinks, because he's a rapper of some kind. Did he? Okay. No one agrees, I believe, is what the outcome of that was. Well, I believe I believe he does have the right, but I mean, cares if you... I guess. You have the right to say whatever you want. It's America. Oh my God. Good talk, guys. Best job. <laughs> so now we should say whatever How long before you actually got into show business, when you came out here, how long did you have to kind of flounder around? After your first get? I don't even care what it is. It could be anything, but just you were like, okay, I'm starting to get in. That happened, uh, well, I told you, it's a two-step process, so it happened right at the end of step one. <laughs> step two began, I got into show business. I <laughs> got was, here, are you considering and then I was in show business. First thing you did, business, show business-wise, where you actually received a paycheck and you went, you know what, guys, it's all oh, uphill from here. Is there a paycheck involved? No, it doesn't have to be, actually. <laughs> no. Is there a free meal involved? That's that, well, pay, pay, free meals, we're, free we're, booze. Yeah, we're still teetering on uh, volunteer work, volunteerism, stand-up comedy. There's always that. Uh, there's always that excitement when you get passed for something, you know, mm-hmm. not, not passed over, but just all right, man. You're going up, you know. You're going to be doing seven minutes from now on. Oh, oh my! Oh, yes, yeah, from three. Oh, oh, oh my exactly. goodness! It seems so ridiculous now when you look back on it oh, that you were. But actually, no, that's it's a. It's a 
those are the steps. You know I what know, I mean? You do know, the three minutes. But... You're like, yeah, I can do three minutes, and then you know what I mean? Because I've seen where they. I've, I've been left on stage when I first started for too long, and it was mm-hmm. like, ooh, that's yeah. Painful. But you, for, but Bill, you started as an actor first before you did stand up, correct? That's, or am I wrong in that? Or did you well, do both on the same sure, time? Sure, of course I acted. I was in show business. You were. You were the I business did of show. All sorts of things. <laughs> Guest heights, weights. I was a. I think I. I don't know if I've ever told you guys. I was an extra on a Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, now can you yeah. freeze frame your moment? Now can I? Can I tell you that? Now this is. This is kind of. A, it's such a. There's moments in Hollywood where you just like you think you know something, mm-hmm. but you know nothing. Just right. like with any job. Like one time, just to make a long story short. You know, I was single out here, you know, I'm talking to my mom, you know, and she's like, hey, how's it going? I I said, oh, I had an audition for this Budweiser commercial on Wednesday. And she was, oh, my gosh, did you get it? I don't know. I don't know. And then just for weeks, you know, <laughs> the same like conversation. a month later, the commercial's hey, already been, running, but, and you. Like, I have no idea. Yeah, because I'm you just don't know. as enthused as she is. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like for four weeks. Man. I mean, I'm actually thinking when she goes, anything happened with that? And I'd be not I, yet. I don't know. Not yet. But, uh, not yet. I haven't I heard. I mean, they haven't me. They haven't called any of us. I think. <laughs> I think there was a couple of us. And then you they haven't called the any ad. of us. <laughs> Did you finally see the ad and be like, I'm not in this? Um, I think I might have. I don't, I don't know. No, I, I can't remember, but oh, so I don't know. I don't know the time frame. It's but, a commercial. But that's also They've the thing. Think. You don't have it. <laughs> They've got to take their time. Am I right? When you, yeah, well, when you first get here, you don't have a time <laughs> frame. I was in no weeks. hurry to do anything, but I was like, oh, cool. And I would get like an audition but, or I'd get something. It would be a big deal. Well, part of that goes back to what Bill was saying about was like when you, when you get out here, you're kind of, even though you came out here to do something, let's be honest, mm-hmm. it, it becomes a mini vacation to start. So mm-hmm. you're still in vacation mode for quite a while. Oh, That's yeah. why you don't like, and most people don't hit the ground running. They end up in Laurel Canyon with a great view and they, you know. Try to. For a week. Yeah. For a week. But it's enough to get the then heroin in flowing, the right? And then you're just like, I'll get, well, I'll get there. Because it's only a matter of time before Did you someone's going to. Get the heroin flowing? You know, you have oh. the vein Wait. of excitement. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The permanent you're, vacation you're, vibe yeah, out okay. here. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about getting an actual heroin smuggling ring yes, going yeah. on. Well, I mean, that's one way and to me, get into business. me, normally, that's four days. I was going to go <laughs> no, a week. No. Jesus. It helps you meet people I guess quicker. I'm doing the work of one and a half men. <laughs> I guess that's, that's, what I, that's been my motto my whole life. <laughs> Do the work of one and a half men. That's your men. motto? That's a good motto. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is that how you ended up on you, Roger uh, Rabbit? Do you, do you have a motto? Oh, yeah, that's right. So I'm Roger so Rabbit. Right, and I'm getting, and it's wonderful what they've done. They've taken a block downtown I can't even remember where because it's like I barely knew yeah. how to get myself around this city. You know, I didn't know downtown. Did you even know downtown, I downtown existed? <laughs> barely. No. Yeah. Right. Barely. You never go down there for anything at that yeah. time. No. Maybe if you're going to the beach, maybe you're zipping by it on the 110, you know, coming from Glendale. And uh, so we do, we're doing Roger Rabbit and it's fun. You know, you get dressed up, you get paid for the haircut, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, it's a period piece, basically. You're dressed like the 50s or whatever. Bob Hoskins. Yeah, I like that guy. Bob Hoskins. We were swimming together. He brought in a portable pool every day. What? Really? Yeah. He would would bring it in, and then even if he didn't swim in it, he would dump it out and demand that it be sterilized, and then the next day they'd bring in another private pool. Really? They were huge pools. What like a weird... 50 feet long by 20 feet. It was almost like an, not an Olympic, like a half Olympic-sized pool. 
Every Bob day. Hoskins. <laughs> Did he, was he, Every day. He doesn't yeah, look like a swimmer. That's why I'm like. Whoa. He wasn't swimming. He's probably just sitting in it or staring at it, apparently, based on what he's saying. He apparently was never in the damn thing. So anyway, so here you so, are. So I'm. Anyway, after after three days, I'm, I'm kind of getting fed up because it is extra work. And that gets and tedious. Even on shit. something as interesting as this with Bob Hoskins, every day they would bring in a miniature zoo. Like with a kangaroo, maybe right, an emu. Just, holy shit, fuck off. <laughs> I'm actually going to IMDB I'm, whether or not you were in. Oh, At first, I thought on. the pool thing was real. <laughs> I'm dizzy. <laughs> it's making me dizzy. Uh, You'll get through it. Um, no, uh, so, so the fourth day, uh, it, was, it was huge, right? Like, I don't know what's going right? It's our fourth day. Standing around, you know, you're just waiting for something, right? You want yeah. something. Yeah. And I remember the, the casting, the, our extras guy, whatever he is, the second AD. All right, all right. Okay, everybody gather around. He's kind of looking at us, you know, and he's like, I'm looking for uh, some people with some acting skills. And he kind of turns to me. He's like, you. This is how I remember it. Right. Big <laughs> spotlight shines <laughs> on you. <laughs> This is your chance. Like, right? Yeah, exactly. That is so what it felt like. And he's like, you, you've, you've got an acting background, right? And I'm like, you bet I do. Sure. Now, had you taken it in college or high school or anything? Yeah, of course. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah. All right. Well, some people well, don't no, take... Never Did you? No, no, no. Some people don't do anything and yeah. they call themselves, you know, yeah. what, you know yeah. wouldn't be the first time. Continue. Mm-hmm. Well, I've then, I've then taken, uh, just so, you know, I know... So to make sure, I want you to know I'm legit, Brian. I I, uh, I also took classes after I got out here. That's good. I go. took supplementary. So when you classes. said yes, you meant yeah. it with passion. I took, okay. I took stage fainting. I took stage fainting for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. That is, <laughs> you would think like maybe two weeks. Were you known for it? No, it takes a year okay. and a half. Was I known for it? Yeah, was that your kind of thing? You were known for stage fainting? <clears throat> Why don't you check out my um, IMDb? If I type in stage fainting, your name comes hey, up first. Your stage fainting reel looks like you're just sleeping. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, that's how good I am. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. That's why. That's, it's hard. It's harder than it looks. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so just so you know, I'm a serious actor. <clears throat> when? Um, and uh, my point of... <laughs> So there you are. Bob, oh yeah, right. Bob Costner. You've got acting. <laughs> You've got an acting background. You bet I do. He's like, all right. He get he gets like eight of us, and um, and we do the scene where, like, I get uh, the weasels run out of uh, the bar upstairs, and um, I get knocked over by some cartoon weasels. Okay. And you can see it pretty clearly on the uh, DVD. Okay. Is this a is this thing? Are you guys going to set up something so viewers can click on? No, but we'll tell them that if they want to, next time they watch Roger Rabbit, they can pause yeah. that section. Right. And you'll see a guy like uh, be on like a third step and uh, get spun around by some weasels and, and fall down to the sidewalk. That's that is you. Bill Dwyer. Really? So you did a fall? Because I, what, how yeah, weird was it? Yeah, and I got it? a $10 bump for that, too. Stunt bump. <laughs> to take a, a stunt, stunt bump. Stunt bump. I did. And how? who, did they actually run into you with anything? Because it was obviously drawn in after the fact. No, it was all timing. It was all Hollywood timing. And Were then you nervous? Did you do it, magic. Did you do it in front of a green screen? Was I nervous? What? 
I'm an actor, guys. You were scared shit. Listening. You were scared. <laughs> you didn't want to fuck it up. The guy asked me if I had acting talent or a background. Yes. Yeah, I Which wasn't is, lying. You were, but it doesn't matter. You, you're it's, supposed to lie. If someone goes, "You got acting." Yes, I have an acting background. Put me in. Yeah, but you got to let him finish the sentence. That's where the timing comes in. Oh, okay. That's where we nailed it. Me and all these other. You know who else was an extra on that? How about a guy named uh, Tom Bergeron? Really? Tom Bergeron. How about that? He was an extra? Just starting out at the time? Tom Bergeron. You guys hung out mm-hmm. with each other? Hmm? Stared at the pool, you two, from a distance? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Bergeron, uh, they were, they, they were going to give him a bump to swim in the pool, but he wouldn't do it. <laughs> and Fair that enough. wasn't even on camera? Was there a green screen? <laughs> I can't think of another guy to, to fake this. There was a, I think there was a, some green screen going on. But I mean, when you're seeing with that, were, were you in front of a green screen at all, or was it... Just timing, and then they somehow put the. Yeah, it was all. Yeah, it was all done on the on the set. On the set, okay. yeah. the whole time he was saying, "This stuff is never going to work." This is. Is this why you used to? CGI. Is this why you used to knock yeah. CGI? That's what. Yeah, that's what I. Because you saw that, and you're like, "This yeah, is not." I, I saw with this guy Zemeckis. I thought he was a hack. I guess that's sure. something I was. Sure. This Zemeckis guy is going nowhere. I said after Back to the Future. How uh, you and Eric Stoltz? How pumped were you? <laughs> That uh, mm. did you go to the theater? Did you take friends to see it? Was it a big deal? I've heard uh, Eric Stoltz was a bit of a scapegoat on that story. Like they they kind of took it out on him. They might have. There was nothing wrong with what Eric Stoltz was doing. There's not. There there was definitely a sign. From what I've read, there was relief that um, when they did replace him, he he was a, a very method. Like you had to call him um, Marty or whatever. Uh, what was Alex? Marty, no, yeah, not, yeah, Marty McFly. He had to call yeah. him Rocky. It depends on what set you're on. But well, that's you, right. But that's what I'm saying is like he was he was that guy. Whereas Michael J. Fox was like, all right, let's make a movie, and that they just the energy was different as soon as Eric Stoltz left. And even people that are friends with him were like, no, we liked working with him, but it was a little bit on the rough side. Uh, and you know that's just who he was. But you know I'm sure that crushed him. Now are you pissed off? Saddled, at that? yeah, I'm are sure you, it did. Saddled with that forever. Well, that's the thing. And now with the fucking internet, it's even worse. Like back in the day, if you would have told me that, I'd have been like, okay, whatever. So they started a movie with one guy, finished it with another. But now it's like, and here's the footage, and here's why, and here's some interviews, and you can look it all up. And it's like, oh, that's rough, man. Now, dude, what's up with BattleBots? And it's, why, wh- wh- where are you? Are you, are, what's going on? Well, really, I mean. Son of a bitch. When, they're, when, they? when you're throwing together a new show um, 12 well, years later. I don't know if you dip back into the yeah, old pool. Yeah, you do. When well, maybe it's you, my when case, it's you. But you, you make me do something different, you know? Put on a cape? Yeah, or Dress whatever. up as a robot? <laughs> a Fight a cyborg? Yeah, or, a, you know, I have a stroke and I uncomfortably introduce a few things. <laughs> so, you know, okay. something like you're, that. You're wheeled you in now? You bring in the new people, mm-hmm. you know? And, and then, then you I, come out and go, everybody, some, thanks. See, see, I didn't... It's like, I feel, I feel like I'm jinxing myself. It's like, yeah. it's not... We're making... It's not his fault that that happened. Who who are we talking about? Dick Clark. Eric, I mean, oh, you know. Eric well, Stoltz. What? But Dick Clark doesn't have anything to do with BattleBots, does he? No, I'm just saying uh, <laughs> that's what you would do with me. You would oh. find a new role for me. And then the, we'd have the Seacrest next to you who'd prop you up. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. But they, we, uh, so you hosted that bat- guy. You hosted BattleBots for that guy. <laughs> that a, guy. a long time, right? How long was that show on? Five seasons. Yeah, that's a long time for <laughs> yeah, a show looking, like why that. Why are you looking at me I instead of asking it, the guy that was on the show? Up in front of you. I thought no, you were looking at it. It doesn't even matter. You can still ask the guy in front of you that was I'll on the show. I prefer to talk to my microphone and stare down. 
Um, all right, so the show ran five seasons. What else were you doing when you were doing BattleBots? You were doing other stuff. He right? was doing something. I don't remember what you were doing, but I remember, besides stand up. And did that help your stand up? Did you get better money, better road work? Because I, like, I got some better the money. Dude was, from BattleBots. Yeah, but I wasn't becoming a better stand up. Oh, really? Yeah. Because you didn't care. I was just being okay. I don't know. I think that I think there was some good, but I think it could have been way better. What years was? What years were, would you say that was like? Uh, well, the uh, I don't know, late nineties. Okay, all right. So I, first, I think the first time I ever saw you was at Room Five uh, in like two thousand two, two thousand one or two. I got you beat two thousand. Ooh, Mr. Yeah, Dwyer. Yeah, we've known each other a long time. Mr. Dwyer was was cranking out jokes over at Adam Grotman. I think ran this at a wow. at a restaurant. It's now called the One Hundred One. It's you know what I'm talking. I forget what it was oh, called yeah, back yeah. then. Cafe One Hundred One. No, no, you know what I'm talking about. I forget it. It's it was I, in Swingers. It was the cool looking. It was part of that oh, hotel over swingers, there. But there was also yeah, no, the, that's the, ca- the ca- cafe. Was yeah, it Cafe One Hundred One? Yes, yeah, yeah. The, There was also one that was right by that was on. Uh, Franklin, right by the 101 entrance. That's, yes, that's, that's, what that's the one I'm talking about. about. That's yeah, what I'm talking about. And it would say last, last, last eatery, last before, place to get a cup of coffee before the 101 yeah, or something like and that. And I always thought that depends on what direction you're. Going. <laughs> but yeah, that's the first. I I don't know why uh, that was the first time I remember, I remember seeing you there. Uh, do you remember any of his jokes? Uh, that, that Mr. Mayor- Fantastic. That may or may not have been good. No, I, that's that what I was saying. Is you're saying late '90s, you weren't becoming a better stand-up. But then, when did that change? Because when but I saw no, you, I wasn't hosting ba- BattleBots. Was after 2000, and I was I was okay. I did the half-hour special then, which was pretty good. But I don't I don't know if I was good like for for a full. 45. I don't know if it was totally satisfying for everybody. I saw. Well, if it wasn't satisfying I think for you, it was great. Yeah, depending on the crowd. Sometimes it was just okay, yeah. Because with the half hour, you did 22 minutes, and that was yeah. probably right in the wheelhouse there of... Yeah, but I could... Uh, yeah, but I I, you, I remember we... Uh, what was that? Is that the timer? No. This is a sports update. Time to go? No. Is that the timer? No. We hit well, the timer know, everything, and off we go. All these phones were going off. I thought, is there an Amber Alert? I don't know what was no, going on. No, you know on. the kind of noise that makes now? What, the Amber I Alert? I'm Amber fine alerts. with that, though. I'm no, so kids. am I. I'm, I'm okay I'm, with So am Amber I, alerts. but it's just like, it's terrifying. It really makes you jump. and Because that one, they have control. With that. The only time it freaked me out was I realized, oh, I have no control over my phone. That means somebody else can just do, Dude, whatever. They can they can do, whatever, do whatever they, they want. want. Yeah, yeah. Same with DirecTV. What? Can they? Oh, yeah, because they can just move your satellite, right? They, just, they can just turn everything off. And then off. all of a sudden, they're telling you. They're telling you how to think. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah, they're after you. You get so mad, Mind don't control. you? Oh, man. <laughs> you get so mad. It's like elevation. Your hillbilly brain gets it's like all elevation. on fire. I don't believe in it, and I'm tired of people preaching it. So you started to get good. Uh, so that's what I was asking about BattleBots. Were you, you, were, you were in BattleBots. Premium and, callback there, Johnny. Premium. Yes, callback. I don't even know if it made it in the first thing. We, <laughs> what package does that fall under? <laughs> when you when you were you did the, your half hour after BattleBots or during? During. Okay. So that and then you said that was early two thousand. So that was right around the time I saw you then. Two thousand. Because yeah. I remember your jo- I remember your joke about uh, living by with Armenian people. Great. Yeah. I think I think. Right up there, you know, maybe breaking ground, not a whole lot of Armenian jokes back then. I don't want to say it was the first on TV. It was the first one I'm... that I'd ever heard because I, coming from Illinois, I didn't know that Armenia was a place. And mm-hmm. the Armenians, when I moved out here, took the place of the Polish people that I knew in Illinois. <laughs> Did they? Meaning that's what all the jokes were about. Like people were like, oh, I drove through Glendale with my, my windows down. I <laughs> started wearing deodorant or wearing fucking cologne, whatever. What? Okay. So... <laughs> 
It's like, are you wearing a lot of cologne? No, I didn't wear any cologne. I rolled uh, Glendale with my windows down. So, but then your joke was about how the, they're, they're such nice guys because everyone's calling you their friend and that they're always one letter away <laughs> from a regular name. Oh, they, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, Morph, let's go get Dovid. And, see. <laughs> and me and my buddy were in the it's back. Joke, we were yeah. dying. I was like, holy shit, that's funny. And that was the first time I saw you at Room 5. So that must have been 2001. All right. So that was, yeah, that's a good joke. Um, when did you start doing stand-up, though? Oh, well, I did it a little bit when I came out here, but you did. Okay. I don't think it really started until like '88. Okay, '87. And did you do it a lot, or were you kind of like in and out of it depending on what you were doing? Oh, I was. I was kind of like totally into it, but I uh, I had a regular job too. Yeah, were you hanging around the I comedy store they... a lot at that, that time? No, I was an improv guy. Nice. I started working at the improv. Oh, really? So. Door? What'd you do? Yeah. I was a host. We had hosts back then. Yeah, you did. did you work I, with Scott? And I was a doorman. Did you ever work with Scott Drisky? We were, we were work. Scott? Did, when did he Scotty, work there? Scotty. He was work. He worked in the mid-90s, early to mid-90s. No, no. I think I was gone by you then. You were gone by then. So but were, I worked with a Scott. I worked but with a Scotsman. But no, but here's the thing, though. <laughs> you were a kill. Because the only reason why I bring up Scott, because Scott would tell me, the hosts and the, and the door guys, and all, they actually were in charge. You could get stage time through those guys. Like, you actually had some power. They had before, before they went corporate, you actually had. Yeah. yeah. You That's get, cool. It's a guy who was working the back room, you know. When we got to know him, it was we, we would get spots you at get the spots. end of shows. Yep. It was exciting. It's yeah. exciting. But I mean, that's a that was a prime. Like that was actually that might have been was that the, like the tail end of comedy kind of going down because you know how uh, it was no like no the, that was still it was still starting to it was still taking off yeah because then in the mid nineties it kind of took it took it down well no I I would I was visiting I guess under, so yeah I was going to the improv <coughs> I think uh, the um, mid to late nineties and they were still packing the rooms on their own I think which improv. Uh, the one on Melrose. It's a because there's a string of improvs. I don't know if you guys know that, but hold on, how son many? of a bitch! If they don't have them all over the country, yeah, no, no, Are they yeah. all over or just, just I mean, all over the only country. on Route 66. Do you have to take the one highway, and they're all over the place. Well, well, they're all off Route 66. There's no other way to get through the country, <laughs> guys. There's no way other way to get your kicks. Yeah, you hop, yeah, you hop on Route 66. You drive across country. Get kicks. Stop at all the improvs along the way. But I was spoiled, so I, I was visiting out here before I moved out here. And and again, you could go on a Tuesday night. It didn't matter. It was that place was packed. And then I get out here, and then somebody I, I went there, and there really wasn't that many people there. And they're like, oh, well, you know, they're starting to move towards these things called bringer shows. And then, and then it was basically the alternative rooms. Like, Robin was kind of running. I guess it'd be classified you, as more of a... Well, alternative to a comedy club at the time. Correct. That's what yeah. they meant. And yeah. like, so, that, so that there was this thing where, like, the clubs were starting to struggle by around 2000. They weren't getting the same, you know, and audience, you, the amount of audience. Oh, so right when I started. And then all these offshoot then it rooms, took Largo, like, just different types of rooms were actually starting to grow. Right. Because they were, they were not using the model of the comedy club, and it was being... No, like, and you were kind of big thing. in that scene. I mean, you, got, you, were, you were part of that scene. That scene of like when when comedy clubs were not where you go, you were going to all these other places. I'm a bit of a chameleon. I can uh, I can hang with uh, some different groups. That's amazing because I never get real close to anybody, <laughs> but I can hang with different groups. But your kids were a lot younger back then. To call your kids are. <laughs> So, but that was but that yeah. couldn't have been easy. That's weird how age works. They were younger <laughs> in the past. All right, so there. you do understand that. So no, you but, understand the concept. Of but what I mean is that. meaning that they were more de- they were more demanding when back then. I mean, obviously yeah, now more are, shit are to all take your care kids. Of. I can't remember. We've had this conversation, but are all your kids fully grown and out of the house? No, <clears throat> no, okay. no. But my kids, like I've, I, I can still talk about them on stage, like they're. 
<clears throat> like they're you know eight and nine. Sure. But I will I will confess to that afterwards. But yeah. I think uh, I don't know. I, I I haven't figured out this joke yet. But like if you have adult kids. And you're making fun of them. Well, you're the asshole, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. You raised this now, thing. Now the now tables just... hey, are turning. Hey, great work. Yeah. Hey, oh, your great, kid's a man. moron? That's kind of on you. Oh, yeah. Good job. You seem to talk about that for about 10 years. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe do some better parenting. Yeah. But I, I mean, listen, I mean, the, the fact that you were still able to do all that stuff and have a, a family as a guy who's got young kids and just every once in a while doesn't feel like leaving well, the all, house. Well, they're all gifted, too. The one is with the one is like a, a gifted in a, an art and the other one is a is incredible head for business. Really? And then uh, and the other one is a world class tennis player. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the plot of the Royal Tennis Bombs. I was bombs. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Wait a minute. So they wrote that based on your life? <laughs> The Royal Dwyer's it was originally called. Uh, it, that's my favorite Wes Anderson film. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. You know, not a big fan. I don't. I don't think I love it like everybody he, else uh, loves it. What do you? What, what happened? You have a bad? Uh, no, no, no. I don't know him personally. No, him personally, Did I don't you? know. I'm just saying. Did he mock you? No, his movies are like the, as much as people love them. I'm just kind of indifferent to them. I'm like, oh, in what okay. respect? Like, why? What do? You, what do you? Uh... I think mean, the first time I saw Rushmore, it was overhyped to me. And I've seen it a couple of times since then. It just hasn't done anything for me. Where have like, you seen Grand Budapest Hotel though? No, have it. I have a DVR. And I'm supposed you, that to that one. You have to see because from a comedy stand, a comedy uh, uh, timing standpoint, that movie is very well. I think very, it's good, it's, but yes. I, don't, I don't think it's going to sway you on your hatred. For, I don't. Uh, I don't hate. I don't hate Paul Thomas Anderson. Wait, I'm sorry, Wes Anderson. I was like, yeah, which one? And you hate Paul Thomas because no, they're brother. Are they brothers against the Andersons? No, man, I have no problem with Paul Thomas Anderson. I have no problem with Wes Anderson. I don't know either of these guys. I'm just saying, as far as movies go, you got to watch Grand Budapest Hotel. Have you seen it? Yet? Yeah, and it is good, but I don't. I don't think it's going to. Someone who's indifferent to Wes Anderson's work isn't going to watch that and go, "All right, I'm on the other side." But what now. if you tell him Bill Murray's in it? Will I that am, change? Anything? I don't know. I didn't watch. Uh, I am trans Anderson. I didn't. I didn't like. Uh, I didn't like Fargo when I first I saw it. Transertend. And you still don't? No, I watched it again and again, and I was like, you know, well, I started watching from the Mike Yanagita part on, and then I was like, holy shit, this movie's really. Have you funny. ever seen The Goonies? Let me uh, say. I haven't seen the. Goonies. I've never what? seen The Goonies. No. Not my. Let me say, Bill's fired. No, people get really upset when you tell them you haven't seen the we Goonies. We made a girl at our work. This, one of the last jobs I had, she's like, I've never seen Goonies. I go, what the... F-? I go, don't come back until you've seen upset. it. You're upset because people haven't seen the Goonies. But the problem is that when you watch it as an adult, you're like, if you've never seen it, you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's a dumb kids movie. But as a kid, you wanted to find the treasure map and go find the... Tre- you know what I mean? Like, it just resonated more as a yeah, kid. But, but you, why do you get upset with someone oh, I don't who get hasn't really, I don't really get upset with people it. that haven't seen a movie. I mean, look, I don't give a shit, to be honest. Oh, That's okay. just one thing we can't talk about. If you don't want... You know, if you haven't right. seen it, I'm not going right, to mention right, right. it. So... I so really you're not going to start a fight? You're not going to start a... I'll push you down the stairs. sanctioned uh, I'll push you down the stairs. I haven't even Pull seen a contest. USGA? <laughs> US the, Goonies uh, Association? Yes, yes, USGA. A sanctioned fight, though, between people who love it and people who are indifferent to it. Oh, it'll be a... Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a cage match. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Heavy Metal? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. All right. I didn't watch that one either. Right, like, see, that, that was like kind of a good movie when I was a teenager. Yeah, you know, it was exciting and an animation, this crazy animation, rock and roll, baby. Yeah, and then uh, you know, I'm sure right now it might seem kind of dated. Yeah, it no, d- Fant- <laughs> the movie Phantasm. 
oh, was what? the movie that I remember seeing as a kid and thinking that was the most amazing horror movie I've ever that seen was, and then was, watched it that later. That was a gay movie. It was horrible. Huh? That wasn't the Kiss movie, was it? No, that's it? the one with the ball. The ball that floats through. Uh, you were watching Fantasm. No, oh, the balls. The balls kept the balls. <laughs> Two of resting them. on people's heads. Did you ever see Kiss at the, uh, what was that, Kiss in the Haunted Amusement Park or whatever? Yeah, what was what? that one? That's no. a terrible movie. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah. bad movie. I'm telling you. Does Gene Simmons you know who, own the rights to that? I think you know who I... I'm sure. <laughs> I think the Harlem Globetrotters were advisors Ooh, on that movie. That could have been. So that might have been where that went wrong. Remember when Laurel and Hardy was on the Harlem Globetrotters, the cartoon? No? They <laughs> were they really? It was, like, it was like Laurel yeah. and Hardy and the Globetrotters on Scooby-Doo, I think. Even as a kid, I would watch the Harlem Globetrotters cartoon and go, Bullshit. This is terrible. <laughs> And I love cartoons. There weren't that many of them, but that one, I was just. Eh, there was six. No. There was six total. Did you ever see them? Yeah. Did you ever that see them live? Not a golden age when those those kinds of cartoons were going on. It was a Beatles cartoon. Did I ever see think. the Harlem Globetrotters live? Goddamn right, I did. Did you really? That's one of the greatest shows yeah. ever. Yeah, it was well, the good. original ones. Yeah, it never ends. I saw Metal Earth oh Lemon. Oh my god! I saw Metal Earth Lemon at Spring now? Training. <laughs> when was the last time you were at a Harlem Globetrotters show? My kids took a Globetrotters camp, and then they gave us. Tickets and we didn't go. I felt bad. Oh, your kids are learning to play basketball by cheating and like carrying briefcases and yeah, throwing water on people. Like, this is not how you play the sport, kids. <laughs> My kids now play basketball we for the Washington Generals. We have a Harlem Globetrotters Glob- 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 basketball, so that's we got that. Ooh, going. That's that, awesome. is a, that is a very funny premise. <laughs> It's a Harlem Globetrotters basketball camp. Like, ah, oh, you're terrible at this. I learned to play at Harlem Just, Globetrotters yeah. camp. My kids. <laughs> Well, I'll wait till I have kids. No, and just I'll do uh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, but it should be something like I got my kid at Harlem Globetrotters camp right now. He's learning. Gotta, yeah, he's learning how to dump buckets of water yeah, on people gotta, and hide basketballs in his, him, in his butt. I gotta send him some confetti money, <laughs> money for extra buckets. They make them buy their own props. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? You okay? What else did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's it's really it's still you still dizzy. The fact oh, that no, you send still... your kids to that camp. And then on the day of the big, the day of the big game, they're standing there in their Harlem Globetrotters jerseys, all teary-eyed because your kids have those giant eyes just staring up at you. Are we going to the Harlem Globetrotters kid? The you best mean, part is they didn't care. Uh, well, that's why you didn't go. No, they just didn't show you that they cared. No, if they care about stuff, they show it. I think they I, were crushed. Oh yeah, they won't stop talking about going to see Pixels. So I know when they care. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Are you going to take them to see it? If they want to see it, I don't like. Did you show them the? Yeah. Uh, did you show them the short movie that it's based on? Is there an actor now? Yeah. Oh, well. Jack, you, what, Bill, we can't believe anything you said. Yeah, this, is, this has been an this hour is the of most lies. Confusing interview I've ever <laughs> this uh, is been an a part hour of. of lies. This isn't even your story. People today. are going to think I am a barefoot hick, and that you worked with Bob Hoskins so closely. You guys did backstrokes together <laughs> in, pools. in a private <laughs> pool. That helicopter in every I day. Swam in his pool. You said you we went. Billy? You said we you went swimming sw- together, and then you started talking about how we had these private. I'm gonna roll tape. Yeah, <laughs> turns out we didn't record this either. So, yeah. are, are you so angry because they burned all the maps in your town growing up? Well, dude, you're is not allowed to get out. Was? You're not allowed to get out. There is no other town. It was like a Twilight Zone episode. Under the dome, John Huck. Yeah, Warrenville under the dome. <laughs> hey, did you guys see the new? Uh, Jurassic World, no, absolutely average, (laughs) and for some reason, (laughs) the giant dinosaur is able to fool his keepers. (laughs) They're they're like, oh, he's escaped, there's scratches on the wall, and he was just hiding, waiting for them to open up, get this, 
the giant door. Like in King Kong. Yeah. Why do you have a giant door? <laughs> <laughs> and people have to walk in the giant door. Yeah. Make a smaller door. I laughed. I <laughs> yeah. took the kids to it, and then everyone, everyone afterwards said, it was a great movie, right? And I lied. I was like, yeah, it's great. I just didn't feel like talking about it, because I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to have to argue. You should warn people. This is so average. No, I didn't go. I didn't promote it. I didn't yeah. go out and tell people about it. I haven't yeah. even talked about it since you just brought it up. I've no, kind of actually But it was that, very average. Uh... But you're saying to avoid conversation. Yes. I said it was a good movie. I still, I still think it's funny that somebody knocks on your door, you wave them away at the window. I do. I, I wait, and I let like the, you're bar- I let the dogs. Practicing for being old. <laughs> I, let, I let the dogs bark and <laughs> I get wait. off my lawn. <laughs> Seriously, there's no such thing as door to door anymore. Yeah. That's w- there's the internet. Go away. I'm working my shoeing muscle. Yeah. <laughs> shoe, shoe. Go away. You're waving a stick. Get off around. my, get off my property. You know, I don't. I'm not crazy. Like some people put those no solicitation signs on, which to me at that point, that's also saying something about your neighborhood. If you're starting to hang out, no solicitation signs on your door. Well, yeah. also people do it just because you never know. I mean, I know I've seen a lot of those, and I'm always like, yeah, but eh. they're not. My mom put, re- a, not my mom put one on our door. Um, I don't know. I was in like seventh or eighth grade, maybe. Maybe I was younger. I don't know. But I was. What's this? Uh, we don't want. We don't, we don't want guys coming to the door. She was a single, you know, single yeah. mother too, though. So there you go. My, my when people, can't have that. Remember people calling like sales calls and stuff happening at like right at dinner time, and my like. But these people don't know when we eat. You know what I mean? Like our dinner time. There's was a window. Around. Everybody knows people there, eat. There's a window. There is a window. But my dad five would to eight freak out when people call while we were eating. Like it was the worst thing you could do. You could that and taking a like a long longer than five minutes in the shower. And the tangling up the phone cord were the three worst things you could do, and that's probably what killed did my you guys, dad. Did you guys get the, Did you guys buy the extra long phone cord so you can go room to room? No, we we had a pretty long one, and it they was didn't even understand the concept of phones, Brian. <laughs> Dude, it was they didn't understand. By the way, why is he yelling at me? He just would hit He's it with screaming. a hammer. We had at our lake house. We had a party line. God damn oh, gross. So everybody on the lake shared the same phone. Ugh. See, when you got on, someone could already be on the phone. Yes, and yeah. you had to wait for them to get off the hey, phone. At some point, you'd have to yell at them and be like, listen, I gotta make you a need call. to get off the phone. I'm bleeding over uh, here. Bleeding. I need to call an ambulance. I'm bleeding. I'm talking I'm to Chet. A, I'm in a lake house. <laughs> and I'm bleeding. I can't put up with this. If it, we, we, Before we got rid of our that landline is... here, when the solicitors called, I would just hand my, the phone to my kids and just let them take care of it from there. I, 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 had, I had a couple of, just a couple of times, I had some fun with them. You know, I'd start screaming about my egg sandwich. <laughs> I would say hello to them, and I'd say yes, and then I'd, because uh, they, they'd call at that, that, that time, and then I'd start screaming, like, who's, who's making my egg sandwich? <laughs> that was my big thing. I used to think that was really funny. Yeah, man, those were the days, huh? And then, <laughs> this was after you started comedy? Then I get back on the, those were the then days. Then I get back on the phone, I go, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is well after I started Oh, comedy. good, so you're an adult at this, this is, point. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm an adult with kids. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And, uh, oh, man. And just, uh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Is that my egg sandwich? <laughs> Listen, I could call you back. No, no, go ahead. Just just doing that, you know. And I, I would, I've only done that a few times, but it's always delightful. I, I screamed at and a dude. And those days are kind of gone. You don't, get, you don't get as many of those calls anymore. No, you're not very delinquent on your bills. Otherwise, you get quite a few of them. I've heard. Um, Wait, I'd rather, you've uh, heard about Bill? I've heard about delinquent bills oh uh, okay i screamed at a guy once because i thought it was my friend calling up and be like i don't know why he would call up and go hey i'm uh, a jc pennies and or sears and we're selling tires 
and it just sounded like my friend. And I was like, "Fuck you, fuck your tires, get the, don't fucking call me again." And I was like 15 years old, and I hung up the phone, and then I like sat there, and I was like, "Huh." So I called my friend and go, "Hey, was that you, man?" He goes, "What? Oh, what kind of prank call is that? Selling tires?" And that's I was a like, good prank call, though. I mean, I if you like, know people get upset about that shit. stuff, that's a good prank. call. And then the guy, the boss of the other place, called me back. He's like, "Hey, man, I don't need you talking to my employees like that." And I was like, "Oh, I thought I thought you were my buddy. Sorry." Uh, it was like really uncomfortable. Good job, though, man. Picking up the phone and answering it. Oh, yeah, because I, I thought it was yeah. going to be somebody else prank calling me. Calling I, the, looking to party? Yeah. You guys looking to party? I'm 15. All right, we got to wrap it up. What oh. do we got to talk about before we wrap it up? Here? What, what, do you you to, what, what are you up to? What are you up to? I don't, yeah. I don't feel like a, I thought this was the intro, and I thought we were doing it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's Bill Dwyer, everybody. This now, is the big build the next up, hour yes. of the show. I, I, I remember doing somebody's uh, video cast their video show and i remember after an hour i stood up and the host goes hey whoa, whoa, where are you going I go, well that's it right he goes no no we got another hour <laughs> i was just oh jesus god nobody should be talking for two david hours. letterman only does an hour yeah and he's good and that and the, and the interview process is only 20 minutes of that hour yeah. you know it's <laughs> So I'm under the so firm good. belief. So good. we're wrapping this up on time. Yeah, nobody wants to hear us talk. From, nobody's probably probably throw this episode away. Really? <laughs> I think people are going to respond to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the guy who came on and lied. <laughs> use that as a trailer. Yeah, I think people are going to respond to this episode well, tonight. I mean, we're going to use somebody use keywords. Somebody use keywords like Bob Hoskins pool. Um, <laughs> respond. Harlem Globetrotters. Mm, yeah. Right. Poison Oak. Yep. Can always learn something. Get the Hillbilly John. Hillbillies. <laughs> Hillbilly what is John. it? Hollywood Hillbillies. Is that that? T- is that? A, there's a, that show, right? Yeah, there probably is. There he, probably he is. He now. hates them. You know why? Because they took my idea. Because they stopped eating coins. Dude, nobody stops. They just don't. <laughs> they just don't do it in public anymore. Copper and nickel deficiencies. I got to go pick up kids. Oh yeah, Brian's got a family, and you got a what? Good night, everybody. All right, Bill. Thank you. Uh, all right. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>